Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. It's a super holiday getaway weekend. Oh, you know. Pox on you. Oh, it's so busy out there. The airports are bursting and the roads have tons of cars. Be careful because the CHP is going to be out in full force looking for drivers who are speeding and are impaired. Are you guys done? She came prepared. Why didn't you guys Actually, that's just off the top of my head. I think we should spend the whole show checking on travel. You know, you guys would be great in Bakersfield. <laughs> this is all I heard this morning. They just covered this stuff in the Today Show. We're going to go to all the airports. <laughs> they have nothing. Where are you going? I'm going to Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I know it's news of the obvious. It's fun. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not really news, right? Because everybody yeah, in the world like People knows. like to talk about the weather. They like to talk about travel. I don't it's kind of boring. Uh, All right, we got a lot to get to today, and this hour will be uh, sadly full of news on the shootings. The Colorado Springs shooting from late Saturday night, which took the lives of five people. Kind of a couple of shocking updates there. We do have audio from the father of the shooter. He gave an interview to a San Diego area TV station, which we will play. But first, we're going to start with the shooting that happened last night in Chesapeake, Virginia, at that Walmart uh, the shock here is that it was an employee who did it. He shot to co-workers and then killed himself. Uh, let's go now to Luke Barr, ABC News correspondent, law enforcement reporter. How are you, Luke? Hey, guys. How are you? What is there anything new in the last few hours? Yeah, so in the last few hours, uh, we've got an update. Three, uh, There were seven total uh, killed, including the shooter. Uh, three were in that break room that he opened fire in initially. Uh, one victim was located towards the back of the store, uh, and three were transported 
uh, to local hospitals and died there. Uh, and police just now have updated the number of injured, uh, which say there are seven injured. Uh, there are uh, uh, three from gunshot wounds and four from other injuries. Uh, and, of course, as you mentioned, the suspect uh, who turned the gun on himself uh, after he opened fire is an employee of the store. He's a 31-year-old named Andre Bing of Chesapeake, Virginia. He was a manager. He was a manager of the store. And, and one of the eyewitnesses that uh, our, our great reporters on the ground, uh, Jay O'Brien and Beatrice Peterson, uh, talked to an eyewitness. And, they said, and, and, and she said she saw the barrel of the gun while she was sitting in that break room. Uh, she saw the smoke from it. And uh, she said he was shooting indiscriminately. And, and so she, she really was, was quite thankful uh, that, that, that she wasn't hit uh, and, and died. But, but according to this eyewitness, uh, the shooter opened up and started firing. What's this this guy- was sometime after 10 last night. The circumstances where it was like a regular pre-shift meeting in the break room? Yeah. So it was, it was just after 10. That's when police say they get their first 911 call. And, uh, and, and the, the circumstances are, are, are surrounding it, according to police, are, are unknown. They're all meeting. But more importantly, they don't know what precipitated this, whether somebody said something, whether it was a buildup. Uh, sometimes in these, in these workplace shootings, which is now what it has become, uh, you know, one thing can set the, the person off or, you know, it could be a, a buildup of things. And police just don't know that right now. What uh, is this guy's story? Anybody know anything about him? Well, that's the thing. Police don't know about that either. This is all part of the investigative process. They're going to go back. Obviously, he's not alive. They can't say uh, what definitively set him off. But the police are going to go back and they're going to talk to employees about sort of the history of this guy. Uh, They're going to talk to family members to see sort of if there was something in his personal life that set him off. You know, the Secret Service issued a report a couple of years ago that said, you know, there's a lot of compounding factors uh, when somebody wants to open, uh, you know, carry out a, a mass shooting. Sometimes they're workplace induced. Sometimes they're personal uh, reasons. You know, it, it, it all depends. And in complicating that, of course, is that the shooter is, is dead, so they can't interview him. So we uh, don't have any information from the usual places online on social media? Nothing, nothing uh, has shown up, you know, and of course, you know, you contrast this with, with what happened in Colorado uh, a couple of days ago uh, where, you know, the, the, the suspect uh, had a prior history, had a prior run-in with law enforcement. Uh, you know, so there's nothing really to say at this moment in Virginia, in, in Virginia uh, a, a history of the suspect. Now, there were, were there customers in the store? There were customers in the store, and, 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 and some of them, uh, it was kind of like the late night uh, Walmart, uh, you know, late night customers in the Walmart, uh, and and it happened. The shooting happened around ten ten twelve uh, on Tuesday night. So of course, as you can imagine, you know, people getting ready for Thanksgiving, people getting their uh, you know pre Thanksgiving uh, stuff, you know, at, at a Walmart, uh, and then this just this sort of happened. And he he didn't shoot anybody outside the break room. He kept it all contained in there. Some, so some so police are fuzzy on that. Uh, you know, they initially had said that uh, it, it happened outside the break room. It happened inside the break room, and now it's the, the the crime scene. As they've been investigating more, interviewing more witnesses, some say that that he that he did uh, move outside the break room for for a, a couple of seconds. 
and no co-workers are speaking yet about this man and perhaps a motive of anger over his co-workers because that appears to be he's described as disgruntled but we don't really know why yet what, for is, sure. what is he what is he disgruntled about yeah and, and that's the thing police police are still pulling through these interviews uh with with shaking up co-workers shaking up victims i know walmart has sort of said that they, uh, they're establishing sort of a crisis helpline for the employees that were affected. Uh, and so police are, are right now sort of coming through uh, all, of the, uh, all of the evidence and, 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 and trying to paint a picture, a complete picture of, of why, you know, this could have happened and why, you know, a manager would turn, turn the gun on his, his fellow employees and, and himself. All right. Yeah, Luke, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's Luke Barr. Uh, Barr, right? ABC News for KFI. There's with a the shooting at the Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia. This is between uh, Norfolk and Virginia Beach, if you know Virginia at all. It's actually a pretty large city. Andre Bing is his name, 31 years old. Now, of course, the tabloids dig. The Daily Mail, the New York Post go into overdrive. And here's one sentence When police searched his body, they found a list of names that contained the names of the colleagues he wished to target. Oh. According to local Virginia outlet WAVY, so he had citing hit- an anonymous source. He had a hit list. He may have had a hit list. Another source says that he was a paranoid man, so much so he didn't trust the government, and he taped the camera on his phone over. Okay, well, all right, we're getting we're he getting taped over the camera here. on his phone. He's so. starting to fit in a comfortable box. Uh, one of the employees that uh, Bing decided not to kill is Brianna Tyler. And yeah. she uh, she said the meeting was about to start. This was the pre-stocking. Well, this was the pre-meeting for the overnight stocking team. That's what he did. He, he yeah. was the overnight shift manager. He would come in and organize a meeting, and then they'd say he'd go home. And one other worker said, he don't have no social life. That's all he did was just go home. So she, she, she couldn't believe that there was really a shooting going on. But eventually she said, um, when she started at Walmart two months ago, never had a negative encounter with Bing. But others told her that he was the manager to look out for. He had a history of writing people up for no reason. He just liked to pick, honestly. I think he just looked for little things to go about because he had the authority. That's the type of person he was. That's what a lot of people said about him. Uh, Sean Drea Reese spoke to the New York Times and had this to say. Everyone called him weird. That was all anyone could say about Andre. Mm. She added he had a nasty attitude he had an attitude. He was kind of aggressive. There were moments when he was okay, but he was definitely hard to work with and a little hostile. Mm. So um, it kind of makes sense then that right. he was holding and, some real anger inside, right. and it just blew up last night. Sure, and of course, that's the guy who gets a little bit of authority to be the manager of the overnight shift. Uh, why, why not give it to the... been ho- there since 2010, so he yeah. started young. He's, he's like 20 years old. You give it to the hostile, unstable guy. Let him run things. They let uh, him nitpick away and write up his stupid little reports. I yeah, um, you know exactly the type. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. An apparent an apparent store employee described the horror on Facebook Live, and she was the first to identify the assailant as a manager. "Quote: He blew his brains out and everything. He killed the girl in there and everything." This is how young people talk and, and everything and everything. He came in and started spraying. I'm sorry for the victims. Uh, said an employee, the man supposedly named Kevin Harper. I just left out of the break room. Manager comes up in there, started capping people up in there, started shooting bro. The manager came in and started dumping man. 
as soon as I left the break room, he went in there, man. <laughs> That's uh, S. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, there you okay. go. Very articulate. These are young Walmart workers. Well, these are overnight stocking people, so uh, you're, you're yes. not going to get Shakespearean sonnets out of them. All right, the Colorado Springs shooting from late Saturday night where the man went into the gay nightclub and killed five people, wounding 19 others. Thankfully, he was tackled, didn't kill more people, took another turn overnight with the revelation that he is non-binary, the shooter. Mm-hmm. And, and this, the Times actually went to the degree, John, to say they and, and, and there. Which made for a very confusing article. Yes, you read because, that too? Yes, because <laughs> I, I, I am baffled. They as, wanted to be respectful even of a, of a murderous guy. I, I know, but it makes it hard to read because I kept looking for uh, the other people they were referring to. And it took <laughs> yes. me a while to realize I did the same thing, they were right. just referring to him. And it seems there has to be some kind of meeting. Because it, it, it makes it difficult to understand the story when when newspapers or media insists on doing that. I, I can't follow who they're describing and who they're quoting. Because yes. I, I, this plural, when it should be a singular to describe a person, is, is just, uh, yeah, it's too much. I always thought they'd come up with a different word well, they for need a descriptor to. for they, someone who does not want to be male or female. Well, so. they, they, they need to, because it just does Because them and there is, yeah. It doesn't work in journalism stories. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, bruised, battered, and beaten. The face of the Colorado gay club killer after, and I'll fix this, after they were disarmed and pistol-whipped by Hero Vet. Lawyers claim he is non-binary. Anderson Lee Aldrich is the name of this person, 22 years old. He is the man charged with killing five and wounding 17 at the Club Q nightclub in Colorado Springs. The shocker, I guess, overnight was word that... uh, Anderson Lee Aldrich identifies as non-binary, which, as we mentioned before the break, the L.A. Times decided to recognize that by referring to them in talking about some of their life as uh, they and them. Right. Which the, uh, the preferred pronouns made it uh, difficult to follow the story. Right. Uh, Nobody wants it. You see, you can't use it. That's, well, that's I, they're, too they're, derogatory. They could you could make you could make a, a word up. They will eventually, don't you think? I would think so, because the plural thing just doesn't work. uh, I don't know who started that, but it caught on. You're right. Yeah, it's almost like there's some kind of committee, some authoritative committee, and then everybody goes along with it. Nobody raises their hand and says, well, we already use that to describe a group of people, people, a, a plural number of people. So now if we're describing a single person, this is going to make writing unclear. Where are the grammar experts to stand up and say, do better than that? Yeah, well. Where are they? Everybody's intimidated. I, I, don't, I don't know why it's controversial uh, to, to, to say that it, it's confusing to, to use a plural when it, the paragraph requires a singular. Reference, well, but in any event, uh, let's call him Anderson Aldridge. Uh, he showed up in court today. Uh, I don't know if you saw the picture, John. He slumped over and bewildered. His face is bruised and battered. That's because that Army veteran took his pistol, took Aldrich's pistol, and beat him over the head with it a number of times. People kicked him. Yeah. He took quite a beating. This is a 300-pound slob. So, um, but they worked him over. Yeah, and, well, uh, I'm happy he, for that. He got what he deserved, and he probably should have been killed. 
Oh, been. some believe the non-binary identity might be a ploy to evade well, hate crime charges. That's the first thing I thought of because I flashed back to oh, that uh, uh, what, yeah, what, who's that person in California that is now uh, accused of murder? The one that Tubbs, molested James the, uh, Tubbs. Tubbs, right? Right. Who who then changed his name and what is he now? Uh, He's Heather. I don't, I don't remember. No, Stephanie. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, but but you know there, there was a there was a tape where James Tubbs is telling his dad basically the plan was. He was going to identify as a woman, identify uh, as as trans, and then uh, and then I guess he thought he'd get he'd get a better deal out of the justice system. And Gascon did give him a better deal because he got sent to a a, a, a young women's prison or jail. It wasn't Not really a prison. It's like a well, camp. we'd have to have somebody who knew Aldrich before the shooting say yes. They told me they were. Non-binary. Yeah. So because he got, he, you know, you, he's, he gets more uh, abuse from the world, not just the murder, but because he shot up a gay club. And so he's trying to shield himself uh, from that kind of uh, criticism and also uh, from the hate crime charges because there's two, two sets of charges being considered here. Just your basic murder charges and then uh, a bunch of hate crime offenses. Right. And so the first thing the lawyer says is. I'm guessing here is like can 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 you identify as something other than a white straight male? Because then maybe we can get a break on some of these charges. Uh, he apparently has this neighbor we talked about yesterday, Xavier Krauss, who said that uh, Aldrich would often use gay slurs, regularly use the f word for gay people, and Aldrich admitted to using heroin. They were both addicted to opium, according to the interview. During that interview, Krauss discussed the suspect's use of the gay slurs, saying it didn't come across as a true hate thing, like I'm going to go kill those people. So he was surprised when uh, Aldrich did go into that nightclub. Mm. There's a lot of reports that Aldrich was bullied. We're hearing that again. Oh, uh, I'm sure he was. You know what what I've realized after reading so many of these shooters being bullied is that they send off the weird, sicko vibe and... uh, a group of uh, classmates in a school, it's like an immune system. And they want to eject something that they find dangerous, right? The way the body tries to eject a bacteria or a virus. Somebody who sends off this creepy vibe, maybe a violent vibe, something that makes you uncomfortable, gets rejected by the rest of the group. Yeah, It's, it's almost a survival thing. And, you know, they turn out to be right. All these guys who were bullied, what happens? Turns out there was a reason that that nobody wanted to be around him because they were potential killers. And I don't think the bullying makes them a killer. I think the bullying is a symptom of sending out that killer vibe and people unconsciously pick up on it that there's something dangerous here, something weird, and I don't want them around. Yeah, it's described as a particularly vicious bout of online bullying. Uh, And again, we told you yesterday he changed his name uh, Anderson Lee Aldrich is about six years old, May 4th, 2016. He had a, a different birth name when well, the last name was Brink, which is his father's name. And, of course, we've learned about his weird mother, um, who he spent most of his time with. And uh, last year, apparently, um, he threatened to kill her and blow them up in the room that she rented in uh, someone's house. And the police came, and there was a standoff for a while before he was taken into custody. But as the reports go, mysteriously, the case disappeared. 
No uh, one seems to be able to find out for sure why. Yeah. Except there are reports that the mother didn't want to cooperate. The El Segundo squelch it. The El Segundo Times says that uh, the mom posted in a uh, Mormon women's Facebook group asking for help for Anderson Aldridge. He asked. She asked for recommendations for a trauma PTSD therapist for her 21-year-old. And then she asked three months later, anyone could refer her child to a private boxing coach. She said her son was six feet, six inches tall and hits like a freight train. Can't find a good gym or anyone serious. Uh, her child had made huge life changes and needs this. Oh, see, that could be a reference to being non-binary. No. What? Like huge life changes. Oh, right. That post is not that old. So this wouldn't be the name change. No, the name change goes back a few years. That's six years ago, so maybe that's the life change. I don't know. I I mean, this kind of turns the table, too, on, uh, for lack of a better term, the left-wing media, which is now saying, oh, this is all because of the Trump haters and all Mm -hmm. the people that pick on gay. Look what they did now. They motivated this guy. Yeah, it was. uh, I'm sorry, this person. White, straight males are always assumed to be the carriers of everything that is bad. In fact, we've got a clip. I don't know if we've got time to play it now. There's a CNN anchor when she found out that Anderson Aldridge is allegedly non-binary. Uh, she just started babbling. Uh, play cut three. It's only 20 seconds. Public defenders say, quote, Anderson Aldridge is non-binary. They use they, them pronouns. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's not anything that we had heard from his background. You know, people have been looking into his background. And uh, I don't know if anybody here, are you guys lawyers? I mean, you know, I don't know if, I I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's what he's now saying. I don't know what to say. It doesn't fit my stereotype. We were good. Who's that, Alison Camerota? I I think so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know what to say. It's supposed to be a a fat, white, uh, straight guy, uh, you know, Trump voter. Uh, I don't don't know what to say. Anybody here a lawyer? Anybody here uh, has any sense in their head? I yeah, know. I have the stereotype, and it's not fitting now. What do I do? I'm on CNN, I'm an anchor. I've got a stereotype against uh, straight white guys, and it's not working anymore. Why is it every story, rather than just being uh, the fact that this is a big country with a lot of freedoms and there are crazy people going to do ugly things, why does it have to be torn to one side or the other? Mm. Ah, this is one for our side against you. This is one for our side against you. Is there a scoreboard of uh, left-wing people who commit murders and right-wing people who commit murders and straight people who commit murders and gay people? Is there like a big master list somewhere where someone's keeping track? Are Are there prizes or something at the end of this? I don't understand. All right, when we come back, well, the father did an interview. The father of the shooter that we talked about last night late in the show. Apparently the man was an MMA fighter. Apparently, he had difficulty with drugs. Apparently, he did porn. Mm-hmm. This is quite a life. Um, yeah. What a set spoke, of chromosomes here, huh? He spoke to a TV station and a CBS 8 in San Diego. And wait do you hear this. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right. Coming up after 3 o'clock, a victory against the vaccine obsessives. We're going to talk about a court case involving a school district which was trying to mandate student vaccines. And they got slapped back by a court. That'll come up after the news at 3 o'clock. Also, there's an update uh, maybe happening now in Idaho from the police investigating the murder of the four college students at that off-campus house. We hope to learn something new from that. The big revelation yesterday is the reports that one of the victims may have had a stalker. Uh, Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, will also join us later in the show on that story. 
All right, late in the show yesterday, we found out something about the father of the Colorado Springs shooter. Anderson Aldrich is the shooter's name. The father is Nicholas Brink. We talked a lot about the mother. She was arrested for arson. She apparently liked to go to the range with her son. You can probably have guessed all of that kind of thing. But we wondered what the father was about. And then we learned in a story that uh, this is another interesting person who apparently uh, took to martial arts, was a fighter for a while, then yeah. dabbled in pornography as a uh, actor. And he did the squirt and scoot. He uh, divorced <laughs> the mother and ran off when uh, Anderson Aldridge was very, uh, very young. Which apparently happened in California, by the way. Yeah. They were here for a period of time. Yes. And in fact, this guy is still here, but the mother took off for parts uh, well, east. He should, uh, he should be, be very proud that he abandoned his family to become a porn actor. And then he had problems with drugs. And then he was on a couple of reality shows, including Divorce Court, because he got married again. And I guess that ended in divorce. So here he is in an interview with the CBS 8 in San Diego in this story. I love my son no matter what. I love my son. Until six months ago, Aaron Brink thought his son had committed suicide. I thought he was dead. I, was, I, I mourned his loss. He says his ex-wife had called him from Colorado in 2016 to tell him their son, Nicholas Brink, had changed his name to Anderson Aldrich and then killed himself. Do you have any idea why he changed his name? Yes. His mother told me he changed his name because I was on intervention and I had been a porno actor. You heard correctly. At the time, Brink was acting in Los Angeles in porno movies. For six years, he thought his son was dead until Aldrich called him out of the blue last year and started arguing with him over the phone. He's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. He, don't, he wants to poke at the old man. Fast forward to two days ago, Brink got a call from his son's defense attorneys telling him Aldrich was involved in a shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. Brink says he's a Mormon, and his first reaction was, why was my son at a gay bar? You know, Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. There's no gays in the Mormon church. We don't do gay. I ran into Brink while he was unloading appliances at his home in Sherman Heights. When he learned more details of the deadly shooting, he was shocked. There's no excuse for going and killing people. If you're killing people, there's something wrong. It's just, it's just, it's just not the answer. Brink says his son was born here in San Diego at Sharp Mary Birch Hospital in 2000. He and his wife lived in Cardiff-by-the-Sea at the time, but they soon got divorced. Brink currently works as a mixed martial arts coach. He says he taught his son how to fight. I praised him for violent behavior really early. I showed him that it works, it is in, it's instant, and, it, and you'll get immediate results. But in the wake of the violence at Club Q, Brink is changing his tune. Life is just so uh, fragile and it's valuable. Most people's lives are valuable. You know, I, they're, they're valuable. They're good people, probably. You know, it's not, it's not that you kill somebody or, you know, kill. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I let my son down. At one point in that interview, we informed Brink that Colorado does not have the death penalty. He folded his hands in front of him, looked up, and said, thank God. David, uh, it, the first reaction of uh, that father when you when he heard about the uh, shooting happening at a gay bar, um, some anti-gay sentiments there. He did express some anti-gay sentiments very bluntly, and we did not include those comments in our report. 
But I will say once he found out how many people died and how many people were injured, he apologized over and over again to the community. I'm, I'm speechless. Uh, uh, are these people real? <laughs> it's my turn to be speechless. I that guy looks sounds like he suffered brain damage from all that martial mixed martial arts fighting. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> I could not understand. I'm reading the story, Mor- therefore I'm picking up all the quotes. But Mormons we don't do gay. Mormons don't do gay. Mormons don't do gay. Mormons don't do gay. This child never had a chance between no. that nutty mother and this man. No, she's busy setting fires. This he's is a case in, for genetics. He's acting in porn. And and then, wait a second, the mom calls the dad and says the kid died. And then yeah, out How of the, wacky is that? He out, changed his name and then he killed himself. Out of the blue, five years later, the kid calls dad up. And the dad's in shock that the boy is not dead. But the, the kid immediately picks a fight with him and starts arguing. I probably thinks he abandoned him because the mother well, he, led he, the father to believe he was dead, so he didn't contact or even try to contact, right? Wow. Although what? I think if I got a call that my son killed himself, I'd say, well, is there still time to come to a memorial service or do something? Or What, what is... I, I've never... That's why I'm speechless. I've I, never seen a, a family like this. <laughs> and of course they're, they're, he's in reality shows. Of course he's in porn. Of course he's an MMA fighter. And, and she's running around in, 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 on Facebook in, in, a, in, a, in a Mormon mother's group. And how many parents Looking say this? Looking for a boxing uh, coach? I, I, I praised him for violent behavior really early. I told him it works. Wow. How many parents say that? I taught my kid to be violent. <laughs> wow. And then we find out he's a mass murderer. Who, who, who would have thought that he'd be a candidate for this sort of thing? I just, I'm amazed. Like I said, for some children, there's no hope when the genetics are such. I know for a brief moment there, I was starting to feel bad for the kid. Yeah, me too. How could you survive this? This father is a brain-dead mutant. Yeah, he clearly took a lot of kicks and punches to the head. Um, and they didn't stay together long. Not a happy couple. Uh, no, I don't think anybody was marriage material here. Uh, I don't get I don't get telling telling dad that the boy is dead though. I uh, you know what divorce can do to people. Woof. They want to do the worst well, to their exes. Yeah, this, uh, because this is... remember the other part of it was uh he changed his name because uh <laughs> you were an intervention and had been a porno actor. That's what the father said. This is why these stupid journalists, these commentators that you cannot draw broad societal uh, uh, conclusions, conclusions, right? Right. Everybody was talking about the violence in America and attitudes towards gay people and this and that. It's like, no, you have a family of psychotics here. Mutants, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mutants is a great word for it. They wow. are some sort of genetic mutants who unfortunately reproduced. Yeah. Now, this goes back to the old thing we said on the show years ago. Some people should be, uh, they should be tied, their yeah. tubes in there. Yep. There should have been uh, tubes tied. vasectomies and tube ties. Yeah, parts should have been cut off. And uh... You two want to get married? Or here's the thing. Fine, but no children. And we're going to make sure of that. Oof. That's, that's a rough crowd. All right. Uh, more coming up. I was just after listening to uh, Anderson Aldridge, the Colorado Springs shooter, his wacky porno dad. No matter what problems you have with your parents, at least you didn't have that family.
Okay. You know, Thanksgiving is a good time to bring that well, up. Well, yes, because people are going to have their, their families in, maybe their parents in for Thanksgiving. And, you know, sometimes old grievances get aired. There's still, right. there's still bruised feelings that haven't been resolved. It's like, take it easy. You're not, you're not the, uh, well, he's the, it's not the Aldridge family, is it? Brink. It's the Brink family. You're yeah, not the father's the, name is Brink. You're not the Brink family, and you don't have a kid who just shot up a nightclub, all right? So whatever your, your problems are, it's not so bad. <sighs> Need a little perspective. All right. Uh, we understand that this hour, there's a news conference going on in Moscow, Idaho. This is about the murders of the four college students who attended the University uh, of Idaho. I heard one in the one o'clock hour. Oh, did you? Uh, driving oh. in, yeah. I, I oh, heard, okay. I, I, but it was 20 minutes and nothing. Oh, okay. I, I listened from one o'clock to one twenty. And it, it was one of those dreadful news conferences where everybody, uh, you know, everybody's talking and talking and talking, but there was nothing new. And it's clear that they don't have anything, uh, any or advanced anything to they want to say, anything that I mean, they want to remember say. that part. Yeah. Well, uh, we also have Moscow Police Department and the Latah County Sheriff's Department. Well, this story just got posted. It may have been that same news conference. I don't know when it happened. It was just supposed to happen this afternoon. Uh what was said, and we'll find out more in the 4 o'clock hour from Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, is that they're going to have a heavy law enforcement presence around the university after the holiday break because um, what we learned in the killings of these four students initially was, well, this appears to be targeted. And then there was kind of a gentle backing away from that to the point where Clearly, whoever did this is still out there. They may target other people. Now, could it be this one student stalker that did this? We don't know where that tip is going yet, but um, we'll find out what uh, else was said I, at the news conference. I heard all the, well, I heard all these speakers at this news conference, and they seem to have at least 80 officials working on the case between Moscow Police Department uh, investigators and detectives and the state police, and there's, I think, 22 FBI people on the case. And uh, the they've Idaho's- collected 103 pieces of evidence, and they've taken 4,000 photos. Yeah. Multiple 3D scans of the house. They've got the crime scene. Conducted yeah. more than 150 interviews, more than 1,000 tips. Yeah. No, they have the now, crime scene. Of course, scene most ver- tips are usually cracks. They're but- very well recorded, uh, you know, the, the, the actual scene. Right. Every last drop of blood, and they've taken all the forensic evidence. And maybe the guy left his DNA there, but he would have to be in somebody's database for it to be of any use right now. They gave a list of people that have been ruled out of being involved in the killings, including the two roommates who were in the home at the time but were not attacked. And uh, they also ruled out Jack, who was the on-and-off-again boyfriend of one of the murdered girls. And, the- and I guess they ruled out whoever skinned that dog. Yes, <laughs> and and they ruled out the weird guy that they were talking to at the food truck. Remember that was uh, yes, that was an yes. issue for a few minutes. I don't know how you so quickly rule somebody out, right? Well, you just interview them. They have a good alibi. Let's move on. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It you know when 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 somebody's innocent, when somebody didn't do a crime, how do they prove they didn't do something? It's uh, always the conundrum in investigations. All right, well, here's today's uh, funny slip of the lip. Herschel Walker, who would like to become the next United States senator representing the great state of Georgia, 
appeared on Fox News' Sean Hannity show on Tuesday night to talk about the Senate race. With him was Senators Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham from Texas and South Carolina. This is a runoff coming up on December 6th between uh, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock for that Senate seat. Warnock is the incumbent. And, of course, some of the talk about Herschel Walker includes uh, that he has a history of pressuring ex-girlfriends to have abortions. Uh, Well, let's listen to the slip. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. And I said, this is we the people, not we the government. And that's what the left want to do is make it the government. (laughs) This election. In case you missed it, the first time he said election, the second time he said... This erection is about the people. This erection is erection is about the people. Ladies and gentlemen, this erection right here is about you. You, the people. Um... People often make that gaffe. I've heard it before. <laughs> Apparently, it's been quite the trending topic on Twitter. Oh, it's just such a... Well, because he's been involved in so many uh, sex scandals. Yes. That's that's why. Seems yeah. to have that on his mind a lot. He's, uh, it's a little bit uh, strange that he's running... You would pro-life, yet apparently he's got all these women coming forward. <laughs> yeah, should have been having abortions. It doesn't make any sense if all of that's true. Yeah, um, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You never hear Ted Cruz making that mistake. You don't hear Ted Cruz talking about his erection. Yeah, which is a pretty, a really frightening concept. I didn't know too. He had he had dissociative identity disorder. Yes, he but had. Apparently, he's overcome it. He says. Uh, what exactly is that? Do you know? I I think that's. Form- oh, formerly known as multiple personality yeah. disorder. Oh, we know. He described his 12 alters, distinct identities that helped him cope with the trauma of being bullied as a child. Another one. He wrote of rage and out-of-control behavior, played Russian roulette with a loaded gun. Wow, so, he's so, had quite a life. So he, oh, this was his memoirs he's got, he's got, So he's got 12 different personalities. Uh, uh, but he, he did. He's, right. he's passed okay. it now. Oh, well, what did he do with them? Well, he said that uh, getting uh, help and then being involved in well, religious well, things. How, uh, well, how do you get help um, if your brain saved by God and by grace? What did you tell? Where did they go? You just tell them to leave. Is there a little psychic door that they all opened up and walked out of one day? It's funny you said that. Experts say that, like other mental illnesses, dissociative identity disorder cannot be cured in the classic sense. No, it can't be. That's patients can learn to manage the disorder. Right, because the other people are going to keep showing up. If he becomes a senator, now, is that going to happen? Will he speaking on the Senate floor? Or? Is he going to get 12 votes? Yes, he can get what happens if one of his personalities... Should not make person <laughs> Should not make this a joke. Oh, come on. <laughs> you got a guy who claims he's 12 different people and he's running for Senate? I must have missed the memo when it got renamed Dissociative Identity Disorder. And I know. Everything's a euphemism now. All right, when we return, our guest who's been on our show before will talk to us about an important California appellate court ruling. Uh, these are the people that are uh, with the organization Let Them Breathe, Let Them Choose. Sharon McKeon will join us next. You'll hear about the case and the ruling in their favor. Johnny Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24 hour KFI newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. 
And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.